0: first corinthians chapter two and i will begin reading at verse number one. one first corinthians chapter two and i'll read down to verse number five I, think I put three on the thing and i brethren when i came to you i came not with excellency of speech or of wisdom declaring unto you the testimony of god for I determined not to know anything among you save Jesus Christ and Him crucified. The most wise, I guess you'd say, greatest preacher, Amen. In the New Testament, Amen. He said, "I'm not dependent upon my knowledge, even though," was, Amen. Uh, but the well said he was. He said at the feet of Gamaliel, which was considered the theologian of the day, Amen. I was with you in weakness and in fear and much trembling. And my speech and my preaching was not with the enticing words of men's wisdom, but the demonstration of the Spirit and of power, that your faith should not stand in the wisdom of men, but in the power of God. Lord, thank you for your word. May somehow God it speak to us today just as Paul was talking there and we recognize, Lord, that he was totally dependent upon you, so are we. God, believe in, Lord, that there is something, God, that's going to be spoken and something, Lord, that would help each one of us to recognize, amen, that we depend upon you for everything. God, we trust in you and we ask, God, that you would minister to us today in Jesus' name. Amen. And you may be seated. Praise God. And uh, Calvary is the, is the place that every one of us needs to, in our minds, gather and understand that it's the most important. Amen. The church was only has one main purpose, and that is to preach the gospel, amen, of Jesus Christ that was paid for at Calvary. Amen. Praise God. No stray from Calvary. Amen. It's the place that our minds ought to hang around because when you get discouraged or whatever in your life, you just got to recognize what price was paid for you, and each one of us, that we would have the rights and the opportunities to have salvation. Amen. The word gospel uh, is in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John. It's the four gospels. And what it really is telling us is that the good news or the good spell of what the Lord has done, amen, for us. And it tells us the life story of Jesus. And uh we were speaking a while ago uh, that they was talking about uh, you meant the, uh, what we should be and, and we should give it all to the Lord. We should surrender, say, Lord, I give everything to you. But I tell you, there's, uh, there's only one that I can tell that did that, and that was the Lord Jesus Christ. And we're all struggling to be better saints of God. We want to do a better job of living for him. And we can say, "I'll surrender all to Him," but yet, Lord, most of us somehow can't really do that without running into uh, uh, some obstacle that we just can't hardly get over or around. Amen. I heard I heard a story some years ago of a man that he was he was uh, he was speaking, and a man was sitting in that congregation. And uh, he he made this statement. He said, "The world is yet to see what God could do with just one human being or one man that would fully and totally give himself over to, to Him." And that young man in that congregation, he 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 said to himself, "I will be that man. I'm gonna I'm gonna be that man." And uh, then he tried and struggled, and he was one of the great men. If I call his name, I would say 99.9% of you would know who I was speaking of because he made his mark. But then he actually recognized and confessed, I tried, but I was not fully, totally given over to God. So we're all going to struggle. Amen. Praise God and when you read those gospels you can trace the life of jesus though amen and from that humble beginning amen that he had in the in bethlehem's amen stall in in in, the, in that uh little grass amen basket i guess i could say it there trough that he was born in amen it it looked like that there was nothing serious or nothing real Amen, could come out of such a humble beginnings. But I tell you, brothers and sisters, amen, he's the only one that we are to follow after. Paul, amen, he said that. But, amen, when you follow Jesus, amen, praise God. Hallelujah. You will know, amen, he will never, never lead you astray. Amen. Praise God. Every healing, every miracle, amen, amen, that he uh, he, he performed, were not the end in itself. Amen. He, he healed many a person because he was moved with compassion. And uh, he would he, he would reach out and heal them, but that was not the purpose of just extending a person's life on this earth. It was to give us an understanding that he had the answer, not only to the physical, but he had the answer to the spiritual. Amen, hallelujah. It was only faith builders, amen. To to you and I, or to the people in his day, and when we read about the stories of what Jesus could do and did do, amen, that should give us a faith that's unwavering, amen, on his his potential. And we always maybe it will stumble, but it would be in the flesh that we all have. Amen. That we feel like sometimes we can't live up to what we promised God and what we, amen. What God has done for others, amen. He, uh, we need to recognize He could do it for us also. Praise God. I, I, I think that everybody needs a testimonial of what the Lord has done for them, amen. So they can share with others, amen, what God has, has done in a miraculous way in their lives that they, uh, they can testify of the goodness of God and the mercy of God and the power of God, amen, hallelujah. And each one of them, each one of them, and that the people that saw the miracles that the Lord did, each one of those was trying to lead them to Calvary, trying to lead them to the cross, amen, the, the sacrifice that he made for salvation for all of us. <laughs> Jesus wanted them to just trust in his redemption. That's why he could say, amen that he would many of the healings was just to let them trust in him for their salvation hallelujah give their life over to him Paul had a great experience in God you know the stories of how he was struck down on his road to Damascus and he was stricken blind amen in the process he he walked into Damascus amen by people holding him and guiding him into Damascus but when, amen, when the, the preacher came and, and, and prayed, prayed for him, he, he received his sight, not only physically, but he also received some sight that he, he meant that he hadn't had before then because first he thought that Jesus was an imposter. First he thought the early church, they were denying the Jewish faith and, and, and they, he was out to just take care of all of them and destroy them but uh, he got his eyes open both physically and spiritually amen so uh, when you read the stories of Paul after he was he was enlightened he got he started preaching the gospel amen that Jesus was indeed the Christ he, he was the messiah he was the hope amen the forgiveness of sins and amen and and, and so uh, so uh, Paul he he got the he got the message and I don't know I uh, I don't know I could I do know that there's things that, amen, in the Scripture, I could say that, amen, John said that the books couldn't even, even be hold. The world couldn't hold the books that could be written about Jesus and the things that he did. I don't know all the miracles he'd done. Many times it just said he healed them all. And there was a crowds of people. So there was mighty things done by the Lord that's not even recorded. And there's, not even, there's no recording also of the Apostle Paul. Amen. After he was converted, you know, he he had to be left lifted over the over the uh, walls by in a bucket, and uh, he fled then into the Arabian desert and was there. And when he came out of the Arabian desert, he was a preaching the gospel. Amen. That you and I are preaching today. Amen. He. I don't know what how the, the Lord set him down. Amen. He spent years with him. I don't know. I don't know. The scriptures never tell us of that great revelations that that Paul was receiving out there just praying and seeking the Lord. Amen. So I'm going to tell you, when you pray, amen, seek God, God can appear to you. Amen. And and Paul wrote to the Philippian church, and he said this, amen, in Philippians chapter 3 and verse 10, that I may know him. I want to know him better than I know him now, and that ought to be Amen. The cry of you and I today. I want to know Him in the power of His resurrection, but I want to know Him also in the fellowship of His suffering. I, 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 I want to, I want to have a little understanding of Calvary a little bit more. than how He could take all He did, how He suffered, Amen. All, and He was not even thinking of Himself, Amen. In the process, I want to know in the fellowship of His suffering. I want to may be made conformable unto his death, where I would say it doesn't really matter what happens to me. I'll be willing to die for the Lord. I'm, I'll give my life over to him, amen, in such, such a way that he, he, was, he, he was not thinking of himself, wasn't thinking of himself, amen. Paul wanted to move into the mind and the submission That Jesus Christ, amen, manifested. Praise God. Hallelujah. I cannot hardly understand in my own thoughts of Jesus walking up, amen, or dragging that cross, amen, up to Calvary's hill, and he wasn't even thinking about himself. If you want to come after me, you're going to deny yourself. Take up your cross and follow me. So Jesus stopped and turned to them and said, Weep not for me, but rather weep for yourselves and your children. He had his mind upon us. Calvary was not for him as far as to, for any, anything, amen, that would, that would be uh, of any profit to him, should I say it that way. Amen. He was, he was, he was dying for us, Calvary. Amen. Praise God. Jesus said, "Amen, amen." And when he was walking up that hill, weep not for me, but weep for yourselves and your children. And then he turned, amen, and he said, "It was hanging on the cross." He said, "Forgive them, for they know not what they're doing." Was, there was no cry from him for revenge or anything. Calvary, Calvary is the way that we learn how to sacrifice ourselves. Amen is to please him with our lives. Amen. Our struggle to be like Jesus is not found in the miraculous things. Amen. Our love for God and our struggle is to Amen to somehow to blend our lives into his life in a way that they can see Christ in us. Hallelujah. Amen. The main goal to be like Jesus is to conform unto his death. Amen. To conform unto his death. i meaning that we are to give ourselves over. Amen. And to offer ourselves as living sacrifices, wholly acceptable unto God, which is your reasonable service. Amen. I. Uh, I've I, I got this statement. Let me just read it. Amen. The pulpit needs to deliver a sermon on the every, every, at least once a month from this pulpit. Amen. A Preaching and talking to us about what Jesus did for us at Calvary. We can't stray from it. We can't, we can't get away from that. Amen. When I think of the goodness of Jesus, then all that he has done for me... My soul cries out, hallelujah, thank God for saving me, amen. Without the crucifixion of Jesus, without, amen, there would be no cleansing. Without cleansing from sin, without the crucifixion of Jesus, there would be no church. Without the crucifixion of Jesus, amen, there would be, amen, no Savior. Without the crucifixion, there would be no hope, Amen. Without the crucifixion, mankind, amen. He'd be worse off than any living creature. Amen. Because we've got so much, amen, He'd been going for us. But without the Lord, amen, we would, we would be of all men, the Bible says, most miserable. Praise God. Hallelujah. I'm going to tell you, we can't stray from Calvary. He alone is our hope. Amen. Hallelujah. Hell hell is the only, is only for the, what we would call the the Christ rebellious and uh, refusal of mankind. Hell was not prepared for human beings at all. Scripture says that hell was prepared for the devil and his angels. Amen. And the rest of us have got to go by Calvary. Hallelujah, to make it to the other shore. Praise God. Hallelujah. I've seen people respond to the Spirit of God. They sing. Amen. They 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 praise in, in some ways. Amen. And they uh they can do that. You can you can do that without really, without really, amen remembering what the Lord's done for you. We we spend probably more Thought trying to carry the tune than we are trying to respond to the message. Amen. And uh, of course, some people I uh, they uh, I've I've said some few words about the songs sometimes that we we sing in church sometimes, but uh, they have much of a message. But these old songs we can sing, amen. They've got a message to them, reminding us of Calvary. Reminding us of what Jesus done for us. Reminding us of what we've got to do also, amen, to be saved. Praise God. Hallelujah. Amen. We don't want to forget Calvary. Amen. Praise God. The end results must bring us, whatever we do in church, the end results must bring us to the cross. Amen. And redemption. Praise God! I believe that there is no sin, Amen. That that you can commit except the baptism of the Holy Ghost. That the Lord Jesus Christ cannot, Amen, forgive us of. Hallelujah! And they could be people sitting here right now in this congregation that they feel like, well, I've I've done this and I've done that, and uh, uh, in fact, I'm just really I'm really too embarrassed, or I'm really. Uh, I don't want to face the Lord with my problems, and I'm going to tell you brothers and sisters you've got to you've got to face calvary, you've got to come back to the cross and the blood that was shed there, amen, regardless of what it is you 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 can't you you can't evade amen the cross you can't evade the price that was paid, and you can't evade the, the the thing promises that he has made to you. Amen, to be saved. Hallelujah. Paul said, I want to know him. I want to know him in the fellowship of his suffering. I want to know him. Amen. I want to conform to him. Amen. To be like Jesus, to be like Jesus on earth, I long to be like him. On life's journey from earth to glory, Amen. You've got to follow the Lord. You've got to be like him. I want to conform to him. Praise God. Hallelujah. And, of course, uh, our Sunday school lesson, I'm not going to get into it very much. Joel took care of that. Amen. And the prophetical word, and Paul, or Peter took care, amen, of the message, amen, when, uh, when he was preaching. Amen. And you know, the Holy Ghost fell on the day they called Pentecost. It was the birth of the church. And uh, when Peter, he he started to preaching. He got up and he was started to preaching. And I'm going to read some of the Peter's sermon. Amen. As he was preaching, and he began preaching in verse number 16, or he started 16. He said, "But this is that which was spoken of the prophet Joel." It shall come to pass in the last days that I'm going to pour my spirit out upon all flesh. Your sons and your daughters are going to prophesy, and your young men are going to see visions, and the old men are going to dream dreams. And on my servants and on my handmaidens will I pour out of in, in those days of my spirit, and they shall prophesy, and I'll show wonders in heaven above and signs and Amen. In the earth beneath blood and fire and vapors of smoke and the sun shall be turning into darkness and the moon to blood before that great and noble day of the Lord. That's Peter was preaching to thousands of people that, that day when the Holy Ghost was poured out in the, amen, in the birth of the church. Amen. He, he, was, he said, this is the fulfillment of prophecy. And then he goes right on and I, in verse number 21, and, and he says he, he, he's, he's covered the denial, amen. And, and and it was come to pass that whosoever shall call on the name of the Lord shall be saved. Ye men of Israel, hear you the words of Jesus of Nazareth, the man approved of God among you, with miracles and wonders and signs which God did by him in the midst of of you as you yourselves also know. You know exactly what the Lord Jesus Christ has done. Amen. And it was a fulfillment of prophecy. Amen. And praise God. And him being delivered by the determination and the counsel of the foreknowledge of God, you have taken and by wicked hands have crucified and slain. He brings them to Calvary. Tells them the work was done at Calvary. Amen. Praise God. Hallelujah. You, you, you denied, amen, and your associations as being a part of what the Lord God Almighty was doing that day, praise God. And then he goes right on, amen, in chapter 22, amen, and then verse number 25, it says it like this, amen, men of Israel, praise God, amen, verse 25, amen, for David spake concerning him, he foresaw the Lord always before his face, for he is on my right hand that I should not be moved. Therefore did my heart rejoice and my tongue with glad. Amen. Moreover, also my flesh shall rest in hope, because thou wilt not leave my soul in hell, neither wilt thou suffer thy holy one to seek corruption. Amen. Those have made known to, of, to me the ways of life, thou shalt make me full and jo- full of joy with all thy. Amen. Countenance, men and brethren, let me freely speak unto you of the patriarch David, that he is both dead and he's buried, and his sepulcher is with us unto to this day. Amen. Therefore, being by the prophet, knowing that God has sworn, Amen, with an oath to him, that the fruits of his joint loins, Amen, according to the flesh, would raise up Christ to sit upon his throne. Praise God. I'm telling you, Jesus Christ, amen, he is the king. It's already been mentioned, amen, in our Sunday school lesson this morning. But Brother Wells was speaking of that, and it kind of gave me a little inspiration there, and uh, amen, to, uh, to, 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 but I would like to read on him in verse number 31. It says it like this, and he's, he's seeing this before spake of the resurrection of Christ, that his soul would not be left in hell, neither his flesh to see corruption. This Jesus, whom God raised up, wherefore we all are witnesses. Praise the Lord. Amen. So, Calvary. Hallelujah. What was done at Calvary needs to be done this morning or today. It's got four more minutes. To but what was done at Calvary needs to be done, practiced today. Hallelujah. Because he took away our sins, gave us opportunity to be taken away. He paid the price for our salvation. Amen. Hallelujah. And I am surprised, you know, sometimes I'm, I'm baffled, I guess I could say it, that here was a man that was hanging on a cross, on his right hand or his left, I don't know. But one of those men started hearing Jesus speaking. "Forgive them; they know not what they do." He 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 he, he conquered some some kind of a life that he had been doing. He he was a he was a thief, but all of a sudden. He really believed that Jesus was the Messiah. He really believed that he was the one that was going to take away the sins. He really believed that Jesus was going to be raised from the dead. He really believed that Jesus had the answer to his problems. Amen. So he cried out from the cross, remember me. Remember me when thou comest to the kingdom. all the pain that Jesus was going through, all the suffering that he was, and he was near death. But he told this story. He told it. This day thou shalt be with me in paradise. I will will take care of your sins. Hallelujah. You know, Jesus died before either of them did because they came by and they was breaking legs of the... This, all the ones that were crucified because they wanted to hurry up their death. So when they, when they broke the legs, amen, they couldn't push up and uh, let down. But there was one thief at the last moments of his life was willing to ask the Lord for something that seemed so far away from him until the moment that he recognized Jesus can save us all. This day that shall be with me. Don't stray from Calvary. Praise God. I want to skip down to the 36th verse, the second chapter of Acts. It says it like this. Therefore, that all the house of Israel, now this is Peter preaching, that all the house of Israel know assuredly, that God hath made that same Jesus whom you have crucified, both Lord and Christ. I want you, I want you to know assuredly, amen, that you have done a very uh, fearful thing. You have killed the one that could save you. But they opened the door. Forgive them. They don't know what they're doing, but they're They're bringing on my death that he could resurrect every one of us. Amen. The crucifixion, amen, convicted them. And then they cried out to Peter and the rest of the apostles, men and brethren, what must we do? I'm not preaching about Acts 2.38 today, amen, to say because, but that is the plan of salvation. It's already been mentioned. Amen. I, don't, I believe you've got to be born again. Death, burial, and resurrection, that's what happened to Jesus. He went before us. Amen. Hallelujah. And, and, and that's why I'm saying you don't, don't get very far from Calvary. Don't, amen. You can't, you can't forget, amen, the cross, and I want to tell you, brothers and sisters, whoever you are, are friends or neighbors or what, you cannot, amen, you, 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 have, you have these weaknesses in your life. You have, sometimes you forget things and you try to go on with life and you try to live your own life, amen. But something happens that you have your mind goes back to what Jesus paid the price for you. And I don't believe anybody can go to the cross And see what the Lord Jesus Christ did for you in every backslide. They they just couldn't, they couldn't bypass the cross. Amen. Even those folks that killed Jesus had to come face to face with what they had done and ask God to forgive them. You gotta repent, Peter said. You gotta get baptized, you gotta bury the old man. Hallelujah. And you got to be buried with him in baptism. Got to identify with the one that shed his blood for the salvation. You got to bury the old man. Amen. And then you can rise to walk in unison of life. Jesus went through those three steps. Hallelujah. And we go through those three steps. You got to die to our sins, got to get buried in his name, bury the old man. Amen. And be filled with his spirit. That's called the new birth. Praise God. And he invites each one of us to be partakers of Calvary. That's why I say don't get very far, because we got to be partakers of that, denying self, taking up a cross, following him. Shall we stand? I suppose I could say that I have preached from a very familiar passage of scripture today. And again, I'm going to quote my own self saying, We should never, never stray from Calvary. And it ought to be something that's in our minds when we come to worship him because we can remember what he'd done to save us. Not the miracles. Not just, you're just not wanting a miracle from him as far as the body's concerned. You want something of a miracle from him for the soul for what Jesus Christ has already purchased and paid for. All we have to do is remember him. As, uh, amen, Brother Nathan was talking about a song. Amen. And Sister Tabitha was hearing that song. That song meant something. That song was a message. That song was strength that song was just a, a, a spiritual connection amen amen and I pray today that when I'm preaching here and talking to you guys today that I am bringing a picture to you enough that you can take it from there and, and recognize how much you love the Lord and how much you want to surrender to the Lord how much you want to be obedient to what God wants Amen. He's looking for people that will totally give themselves over. Amen. The world is looking for another person that would fully surrender and give their life over to him. I'm 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 with you. Sometimes I look back and I say, "Lord, forgive me because I am uh, I'm not thinking I wasn't thinking of you. I was thinking of myself and if we do that, we, we wander away. But when we start thinking of Calvary and what he's done, you cannot get away from that unless somehow you want to know he's your Savior and that you want to worship him. Amen. I heard read, this, read someone made this statement uh, just a few weeks ago or a few days ago. He said, he said, you can come to church and worship or serve, praise God with songs and whatever. And you can feel good and joyful for that. But he said, when you come and worship, when you come and worship, thinking of what he has done for you, amen, then you're communicating with God. The other is just praising him. Amen. It's no communication, but when you worship, there's a communication. Praise God. And I wonder today if I I could just stimulate you a little bit and say, why don't we just come to this altar this morning, some of us, and just allow the Spirit of the Lord. We worship him. We may may have a little song here. We come to worship, not to praise. We come to worship. Lord, I love you, I thank you, I glorify you, I submit to you, I yield to you, I'm worshiping, praise God, I'm worshiping, oh hallelujah, let Jesus speak to you, let Jesus speak to you, let Calvary, amen, remind you of the price that he paid for you, amen, so you will say, Lord, I'm going to pay a price, I'm going to give my life over to you, in Jesus' name, but I